Aloha! Welcome to the Hale o Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, continues teaching out of Luke 11, where Jesus follows the disciples' prayer with the parable about being persistent for bread. We must keep asking for bread, not to meet our personal needs, but so we can meet the needs of those God places around us. We bless his word. During the worship, I, I was just. Broken and led to read out of Isaiah 6, verse 8. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and whom, who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. And he said, This is Isaiah, okay? A prophet, a man of God. They had a meeting with God, and God is like, Here, I'm going to send you to speak to my people. And He said, Go and tell these people, keep on listening, but do not perceive. Keep on looking, but do not understand. Render the hearts of these people insensitive, their ears dull, and their eyes dim. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes. Hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and return and be healed. Isn't that interesting? God picks up a man, prepares him to be a prophet, purifies his lips, and then sends him to speak to a people, but he does not allow the people to see, to hear, to perceive. Why? The Bible says, if anyone lacks knowledge, ask. You first have to ask because it's not your knowledge, it's not your understanding, it's not your vision, it's not your hearing. It has to be with his hearing, with his eyes, with his heart. His ways are not our ways. And when he speaks, we do not understand because we don't have his heart to understand. So there has to be a people hungry to ask. Are you guys listening? Lord, we come humbly and we ask you for eyes to see, ears to hear you. We know that you have been opening our eyes. We are here. Like the disciples were following the Lord. They, they were, to a measure, they were seeing, they were hearing, they were changing. But they were not changing enough that the Lord said, I have many more things to tell you, but you cannot bear them. And this being able to bear is a preparation of heart, it's a preparation of a humility to ask the Lord, I do not understand. Can you tell me? I see, but I do not see. I only see. Partially. But I want to see completely. I want to have a revelation. And I want to understand what you're speaking to me. It's like Daniel chapter 9. He was reading out of Jeremiah, but he could not understand. 
And I bless this house that we are going to seek understanding. We're going to seek to be led by the Spirit. But to be led by the Spirit, you have to have eyes to see. You have to have ears to hear. And you have to have a new heart to perceive and to participate in what he is doing today. Amen? That was good, huh? It has nothing to do with the word, but... (laughs) But we bless the word. Because the word, we know that the word tells us to pray without ceasing. But I, sometimes I ask myself, do I even know how to pray? What is prayer? You know, when we had that meeting with the pastors and leaders of Maui here, one pastor said that prayer is not, you know, you go to your room and say, Hi, my name is Jimmy. Gimme, gimme, gimme. (laughs) Prayer is not just about you. Prayer is about a relationship. It's both a relationship with the Lord and a relationship with your neighbor. And it is interesting that every time we we read and we study the, the disciples' prayer, we go to Matthew 6. But... Today, I'm going to go to Luke 11. You guys with me? Luke 11 is the Lord teaching the disciples to pray. But it is very interesting that right after he teaches them how to pray, he teaches them a parable. Okay? So, Luke 11, 1, it happened that while Jesus was praying in a certain place, after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John also taught his disciples. Lord, we come and say this morning, teach us to pray. I don't want to pray my own words. I want to pray your words. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be thy, your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. A very important note here is, our daily bread means a bread for the coming day. Give us bread for tomorrow. Or bread for uh, some need that will come up. Okay, because you're, you're good today. You have, you're praying already. You're giving thanks. You're worshiping. But when you pray, you're asking for another day. For another need that will come up. And forgive us our sins For we ourselves also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation. All good? Nothing new here, right? We all know that. But then he said to them, verse 5, Suppose one of you has a friend and goes to him at midnight and says to him, Friend, lend me three loaves. Give me some bread that you are not ready. A need 
that just came up. Right? You had enough for you, but this friend comes asking for bread. For a friend of mine has come to me from a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. Note, note again, that you're asking for a daily bread. Well, the daily bread is a, a bread that you're going to need tomorrow, that you're not ready, that you don't have. And then he's telling this parable, saying, Some, somebody is going to come to you asking for bread, and you don't have it. That's why you pray. You're not praying for bread for yourself. You're praying to have something to give to someone. We pray without ceasing because he wants you to be the bread giver to somebody else. And from inside he answers, do not bother me. The door has already been shut and my children and I are in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet, because of his persistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find knock, and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Now suppose one of you fathers is asked by his son for a fish. He will not give him a snake instead of a fish, will he? Or if he is asked for an egg, he will not give him a scorpion, will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? I don't know why this parable is not in Matthew 6. Right? But I'm glad it's here. But, and I'm glad it was put together with the disciples' prayer. Because it's making a point of the reason that you knock and you ask and you keep persisting is because you don't want to be without when someone knocks at your door asking for bread. He's not teaching a selfish, self-centered prayer that you're just asking for what you need. Prayer is not self-centered. Prayer is not selfish. Prayer is always you're getting ready to share. You pray to have bread to share. I bless this for us. Now, Matthew 4, 4 says, Men shall not live by bread alone. So there's even more than just bread, right? Of course he's not just talking about bread. It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So you're not asking to have bread to give to your neighbor. You're asking to have a word to give to your neighbor. You're asking to have the Lord. He is a bread from heaven. 
You're asking every day for more of the Lord so that you can share what you have. The food that you have, the spiritual food, the manna from heaven. Are we learning a little bit about prayer this morning? He is the bread that came from heaven, John 6, 32. Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said, Lord, always give us this bread. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. When we pray, give me today my bread, what I need, we're not even touching what really prayer is. Because it is in the prayer that is a relationship that we become the living bread. We become the channels. We become real Christians. What is Christ? Christ is the anointed one. Christians should mean the anointed ones. That you reveal and you represent. You know, I was reading about the apostles, right? And even before the day of Pentecost, they were called apostles. When he sent the 70... He's sending the apostles because apostles mean sent. So when you go try to evangelize the world, Mark 16, you know, the great commissioning, you're being sent. So you all should be apostles. Sent into the world with the bread for the need the needs that will come up. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger. Lord, I'm, I'm tired of being hungry. I'm tired of not having bread to give. So what I want to do is I want to come to you and knock. And ask and continue seeking until I get it, until we become, until my eyes are open, my ears are open, and my heart is tender to hear what you're saying. We want to be your sent ones. We want to be your apostles. We want to be those that are going to be ready at every opportunity. Anytime anybody knocks at your door, you're not going to go like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have a word for you. I don't have a blessing for you. I don't have anything to give. We want to be ready for every need, every need that will come up in our relationships, in our neighborhoods. Always having the bread of life, the bread of heaven to give, to impart, to comfort, to bless those around us. Lord, teach us to pray. Give us your heart to pray. 
Amen. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.